0: From earaches to strep tests, there's MinuteClinic at CVS. See a provider, fill a prescription, and grab essentials. Or see us online with telehealth options. That's healthier, made easier. Visit MinuteClinic at CVS today. Services vary by location. See MinuteClinic.com for details. Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it cashback match now to recap and say cashback one more time we match all the cashback you've earned at the end of your first year automatically discover exceptionally common sense learn more at discover.com slash match limitations apply hey what's up everybody welcome to the west coast sports podcast i'm your host richard frias guzman and I want to wish everybody a happy Friday. I'm actually recording this podcast on on early early Friday morning on September 24th. Uh 2 days away actually from my mom's birthday. And you know, just trying to go and just trying to get this podcast up here where I actually had no idea or I had no uh you know, I really didn't know what to do on today's podcast because there is a lot of things going on with the Dodgers right now as as they are still one game behind, I'll talk a little bit about that from the Giants, but I'll talk more about that in the podcast. We are still just one game away from, uh, behind the Giants, and it's looking like it's really going to come down to the wire uh, to these last few games that the Giants and the Dodgers have. The the um, Lakers have been all around the news when it comes down to you know people on the national media like um, Richard Jefferson on the jump talking about them or on. on uh, Gilbert Arenas' podcast, No Chill, talking about that the Anthony Davis is a top five talent, but not a top five player. So we'll talk a little bit about that and talk about the importance of AD and for the success of the Lakers this year. We will also talk about the Raiders, of course, being that they are getting ready to suit up for Sunday at 1 p.m. against the uh, Miami Dolphins here in Las Vegas. Uh, hopefully they can sneak or not sneak out. Hopefully they can get that win, get it a good convincing win as well, so that way we can go ahead and get this season going three and zero, and really make some noise as the national media has actually been talking all about the Raiders. And I can't believe it's only taken two games in order for people to really start doing that. But we'll get right into it here, guys. I'm actually going to talk about all three teams, as I mentioned already. Gonna just remind you guys here really quick that you can find me on Instagram and and Twitter it's the same handle it's west Coast pod 702 again just just like the like the podcast west Coast pod 702 and also you can hit me up on my email account that's uh west Coast sports podcast at gmail.com uh, so definitely hit me up there with any topics any kind of questions whatever you guys want me to bring on the podcast I'll bring it up or even if you just want to just say how good I'm doing whatever the case is I'll look at anything that you guys send up honestly <laughs> So uh, just to get right into it here, guys. I opened up talking about the the Dodgers, and I'm gonna go ahead and continue on with that. Now, Dodgers actually came out with a really great convince, with a really great victory today against the Rockies. Uh, we ended up going into the 10th inning. Max Muncy mu- mu- muscled uh, a great home run that sealed the game. Uh, Kenley Jensen ended up getting the win with a uh, kind of unfortunate and mischaracter and and not really like what we're used to seeing from max scherzer i mean of course every pitcher has an off game here and there but wow it was really it was really odd just seeing him like that but uh i do think that overall might be a way where we can just kind of bounce back from all that seems like uh the team is really just in a good mood or in a good groove as well where you know the ball is just rolling when it comes down to them i feel like you know it's really going to come down to these last couple games where we got the Diamondbacks, if I'm not mistaken, and then the Giants are going to be finishing up against the Padres. Padres actually ended up uh, getting a couple of uh, wins against them. That's one of the reasons why we were able to, you know, make up a little bit of a difference. I know we were like two and a half, three games back for a good while, and we made up some of that difference there when the when the Giants and the Padres were actually going to get, were playing against each other earlier, like earlier this month. So hopefully uh, it's because it's really just going to come down to the last couple games, I really do think. Whatever one, whichever one of the teams, whether if it's us or the Giants, I really do think it is going to come down to like a half game or a game. <laughs> so it's kind of upsetting just that it's really going to be so close when it comes down to those that that, that uh, NL West uh, division, you know, but I mean... We can't be really that upset whenever there's great competition or anything like that. And the Giants, they've been playing their asses off this season. I mean, I know it hurts me to say that as a, as a as a Dodger fan and everything, but you also that's one of the things that I do want to mention here is that I will be 110% honest when it comes down to a team, if they're doing good or if they're doing bad, whatever the case is, even if it is our team that we love and follow, um, I will be honest with you guys when it comes down to when I think the team is doing something wrong. Now, when... So, I mean, that kind of wraps it up when it comes down to the Dodgers. I am uh, definitely keeping a close eye because I do think that uh, Julio Urias has one of his starts coming up. If I'm not mistaken, I think he actually starts the next game. And he that's potential for him to get his uh, 20th win. So, definitely going to keep a close eye on that. And overall, it just kind of seems like the team is getting healthy at the right time, like right before postseason starts. So... We'll hopefully that hopefully all the cards line up and everything lines up perfectly for us, and we'll make a deep playoff run and potentially be competing for another World Series championship, guys. But once that gets started, we'll get more and more Dodger content or more and more Dodger podcast here. So just to move on to the Lakers here, as I mentioned, them second here, guys. I don't know if you guys are big on certain podcasts or YouTube channel like YouTube videos and stuff like that, but Gilbert Arenas has a podcast where he it's called no chill you can find it on youtube just about anywhere really and uh he had richard jefferson richard jefferson from the uh you know he played for the new jersey nets for a good while we played against them during the three-peat era of kobe and Shaq. he won a championship with the cleveland cavaliers with lebron james back in 2016 so i mean the guy has been around the nba and, and is a really big season veteran you know um he's been all around and everything you know he, he knows the stuff Now, I mean, (laughs) I don't know. I kind of took a little bit of offense because he talked about my boy, A.D. Now, for most of my family, I mean, you guys can all know, especially my wife, my brother, my, my sister, my mom, my dad don't know how much, how, how big of a fan I am of AD, my mom, I can I can hear her right now, es, es su ídolo, es su ídolo, <laughs> you know, and for those of you guys who don't speak Spanish, you know, that's my idol, that's my idol, she would say, or, you know, referring to myself, you know, and Anthony Davis, now, I definitely can't think that, or I definitely do think that, I mean, dude's right around my same age, he's 28, 20, I'm, he's almost 29, I'm, I'm 28, I'm almost, I'm turning 29, and the dude, um, is an absolute monster like this guy i followed him since he was in college when he was still playing for uh, kentucky and he ended up playing that one year um or that one time with the uh with the u.s team he ended up playing with kobe with braun uh d wade that was that bit, that was a team that everybody thought was just amazing you know that uh, that comeback team uh, that i think it was 2012 right now <laughs> that that olympic team i was so excited cuz i was like who is this guy he has a weird eye like unibrow this dude is should not be able to do the things that he's doing like this guy was able to move around the rim and everything go underneath and put some English on it bounce and take you know freaking bounce bounce the ball off the off the backboard and just you know with such a soft touch you know he was he reminded me a little bit of, like, Shaq and Kareem because of his presence around the rim and how soft of a touch he had. You know, even though he, for being such a big dude, you know, usually guys that are that big, they're just so aggressive, so so rough, you know, just they dunk the ball or everything. So when you see a guy that has such a nice shooting touch at such a, you know, tall, you know, being so tall, being so big, you're just like, what the f- like that, that guy shouldn't be able to do that, you know. <laughs> now, today I actually heard uh Ramona Shelburne refer to, to some of this uh topic and everything, and and, and mention that the only guy that can really say that he's like Anthony Davis or that Anthony Davis that he says that he can say that he's like is Giannis. That's their only like comparison or the only similarity that he has in the NBA because they, they impact the game on both levels, on both sides of the ball, to the same level. You know, they their offensive their offensive game is just as high as their defensive game. And you can maybe even argue that their defensive game is maybe a little bit higher than their offense. And there's not many players out there like that, especially, well, not at their level, you know, not, not at the level that they're able to play. You know, there's uh, most superstars at their level are more of an offensive player than a defensive player. You know, so when it comes down to... Uh, A.D. and uh, this whole comment of Richard Jefferson and everything, you know, his the comment, just so if you guys are, are, are maybe don't look it up or something like that, or maybe you don't want to listen to the podcast for just for that. He mentions that A.D. is a top five talent, but a not but not a top five player. And in my end, he mentions that, like, you know, it's that's the most disrespectful thing that you can say, you know, about about a player and this and that. I beg to differ. I really do, just because without a doubt, AD is a top five talent. Now, maybe if you go back to the championship year, which in in fact has not even been a full calendar year. I know maybe most of you guys have heard me mention all you guys, everybody who does Laker content, Laker videos, Laker podcast, anything about the Lakers, they'll mention this. It has not even been a full year since we won back in October of last year for the 2020. For the, 19, for the 2019-2020 championship. Since then, we had a whole another NBA season that resulted into the Lakers losing to the Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks beating the Suns in the, uh, in, the in the finals. Now, that that alone, I mean, I can definitely understand where some people are coming from because a lot of people tend to think that a, a top in order to be a top five, a top five player. You need to be able to, you know, be able to play both sides of the ball, you know, have a little or at least bring multiple things to the game, whether if it is, you know, scoring and facilitating, like getting other people involved or rebounding the ball, playing hard defense, whatever the case is, or, you know, do you, you should be able to bring multiple things to to the game? Uh, also, you know, it's mentioned that the it should be the best that that person should be the best player on the team that they're on. You know, there shouldn't be like an, an argument for another person to be that that's better on that team. And I could definitely, you could definitely argue with AD and LeBron that LeBron is the better player. That's without a doubt. I think LeBron, you can argue he's been number one or number two for the past couple seasons or the past couple years, and he's been number one for pretty much his entire career. So when it comes down to that, he's at a bit of a disadvantage, you know. But uh, you can definitely, you could definitely say at the end of that playoff run in the bubble in Orlando for the Lakers that championship year you can definitely say that LeBron was maybe number number one number one and AD was number two three four you know easily he was one of the top five players in the in the world in the league at that time and the one thing that I can always say especially I mean from last season and everything and one of the reasons why I think he's gonna be overlooked is because he got hurt last year and everybody tends to think that it's going to be another thing this year. Maybe. I really don't know. I can't call it. Nobody can ever call well, if a player is going to get hurt or not. You know, you just can't. Now, the one thing I would say is just for the fact that we've already seen it once before with AD. And he has the guys like LeBron, like Rondo, like Russ, who are going to be able to push him. He has other vets around there like the White, you know, that are gonna be able to push him and and let him know like, hey, hey, man, you 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 got something special in you, you you you're capable of doing more more things than you than you think of, than you could than you than you probably know. And uh, you know, it's it's gonna be interesting to see this year how his development comes along. You know, because I do think that. AD is gonna be the face of the Lakers at one point. You know, once LeBron leaves, once LeBron is ready to hang it up, I'm hoping that AD is a long time Laker. You know, what I mean, uh, especially after everything. I mean, the dude. Well, I mean, <laughs> you should have when when they when the Lakers acquired him when that trade happened. I had to be one of the happiest guys in the world. I, I had rooted for AD as soon as LeBron became a Laker. I was like, please bring AD to Lakers, please. And when, and, and I mean, I gotta say, like this dude is gonna remind everybody that he's one of those top five players. That he's a top five talent and a top five player. So I mean, just to go ahead and, you know, I mean, people can doubt can doubt him all all they want. I really do think that it really came down to just his health last year when it came down to it. But you know, it, he is definitely gonna have to be important for this year. I really do think he's gonna have to be that top player in order to be in order for Lakers to have some success. Maybe not so much in the regular season. But definitely in the playoffs, he has to make sure that he reaches that level of, uh, of playing like he did in the, in the in the championship year. Now, guys, I just want to finish it off. I really did. I really did take a long time here on the on the Lakers, but to wrap it up here with the Raiders, Raiders are actually getting ready to gear up for game number three against the Miami Dolphins. They'll be visiting or coming out here to Las Vegas to play in Allegiant Stadium against the Raiders. And I gotta say, guys, this has everything set up. To be a trap game. Now for those of you guys who don't know what the hell I'm talking about. You're like, what the fuck is? This? Anyways. A trap game is literally just a game where you're like, oh hell yeah, we're going to whoop these. Mother- we, you know, we got this. We got this. And they come in and they wax that ass. <laughs> now, I'm sorry for, sorry for getting all excited like that and all that. But it's happened. It happens all the time. It's A team that just got their asses whooped the week before and everything. Or maybe a little bit banged up. That's the most dangerous team because they're just like, you know what? We don't give a fuck. We're going to go out there and we're just going to let it all hang loose. We're going to give it all we got and just go out there and play. Like, what else do we have to lose? We just got our asses kicked last week. Well, we're not doing that this week, you know? And it's really going to come down to just making sure that there's much preparation and just a night, just making sure that everybody's focused. That's all it really is because... Seeing the two teams, we should be able to beat them, no problem. I really do think every single damn season, we should be able to beat the the Miami Dolphins. (laughs) I mean, that's just my opinion. Not, Not to go to say anything bad about any of you Dolphin fans or to talk bad about the Dolphins or anything. I know that they've had their great years and everything. But every year that we've lost to the damn Dolphins, I'm like, why? How? How the hell did this happen? And it's usually a lack of focus or a lack of just... Not sticking to a game plan or just, you know, not under or just underestimating your opponent, you know, it has to be some sort of combination of that or something like that, you know, but regardless, I really am thinking that we with this team, this team is full of guys who are have a bunch of leaders and starting off with John Gruden, with the coaching staff, with all the different players who are captains, you just have plenty of guys who are even some of these veterans who are showing to be really big time captains, you know, to Get some of these young guys, you know, back in line and to actually understand the importance of what's going on, you know, and, and it, that's one of the biggest things here. I mean, I really do think the preparation that the team has done all season long is really has really shown. We had a really great coverage from all from all the media, from all the uh, from Raider Nation Radio to ESPN Las Vegas and everything here in here in Vegas from all the guys that I that I know or that I follow. And uh you know, we were able to know that this team was gonna be good. And now the national media is kinda of, the national media has kind of jumped aboard on that bandwagon in a way. <laughs> and it's only been over two games. You know, but it's it just shows how quickly a narrative or how quickly a story can change on a team. But I'm hoping that the narrative doesn't change because I'm really hoping that we kind of that we stay focused, that our defense keeps on doing what they've been doing this year. I mean, we gotta give it up to the defense here, guys. That defense has changed one thousand percent in my opinion you know, with the amount of, with the, with, with how hard and how aggressive they're playing, you know, and we definitely shouldn't be too surprised because, you know, Gus Bradley talking about that chant that he wants the whole defense to be, uh, you know, aware of the whole, that he wants the whole defense to know, you know, that fast physical ball out. It's really, you really show, you really seen it in this year's team and the offense. I can't say anything else about the offense about, they're just so dynamic. You know, you have so many different levels of, of, of where yeah so many different levels where the team can come at you from from the running game, you know, from the passing game, especially on the passing game. That that passing game has been absolutely incredible this year. The offensive line has been able to hold up even with all the injuries that has been going on with them. You know, so definitely got to keep it up. But uh, when when they're definitely got to give my props over to Tom Cable. You know the whole coaching staff has done such a great job, just keeping these guys uh, mentally focused, prepared, and ready to go anytime. Anytime that they're strapping on, you know, strapping on those helmets and getting ready to go play. Well, I'll keep this one short since I went really long on the Lakers there, guys. I'll be doing another uh, post game uh, show on Sunday after the game, and you know, so that way you can get you guys started off for the for the week, right? Hope you guys enjoyed this one. Hoping that the Raiders can come off with another victory, go three and zero. We'll see what happens there, guys. We'll see. We'll continue on with the Lakers and continue on with the Dodgers as they continue on. Well as the Lakers get ready to start their season and as the Dodgers are getting ready to go into the postseason. Well, hope you guys enjoyed it here, guys. Hope you guys get have a great Friday and a good weekend. I'll be talking to you guys on Sunday, as I mentioned again. Until then, peace. Annie had an earache on a Saturday of all days. So her mom brought her to MinuteClinic at CVS, where you can see a provider, fill a prescription, and grab essentials like pain relief products, all in one visit. Even on evenings and weekends. You can even see us online with telehealth options. For quality, affordable care on your schedule, visit MinuteClinic at CVS. That's healthier made easier. Services vary by location. See MinuteClinic.com for details. now.